Did you know the New South Wales and the Victorian government have gotten involved in the real estate industry yet again through changes in the stamp duty regulations? If you are interested in what these could mean just for yourself and for everyone else around you buying or selling real estate, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. And you can also follow all of my behind the scenes journey as well as stuff around the buyer's agency through my Instagram page. I'll link it in the description below so you can go check it out. Now we're aware now that Australian housing prices are starting to rise despite those interest rate increases that we've seen because now people are getting some sort of FOMO, especially around all of these announcements that are coming out to stimulate the market. We've already heard about the new grants that are going to be available to you as of 1st of July this year. If you want all the details around what that could mean for you, definitely go check out this video after this. But as a result of people wanting to buy their homes, not enough places to rent, and some people being more cashed up and having a high level of certainty, we're starting to see prices rise and they're rising pretty quickly. We also have a ton of people coming from overseas to start settling in Australia. We've got migrants coming through every single day and it's gonna mean massive things for prices because we don't have enough supply for the demand that's there. Now, I would consider myself somewhat of a purist when it comes to markets and how how the markets should operate. I think they should just run as a free market, not have any sort of intervention, especially not government intervention. Because every time we've seen the government get involved with the real estate industry, we've always seen prices rise. Now, although I'm an investor and many of you guys out there are trying to build wealth with real estate, I still think the most sustainable path forward is to have less market intervention and just let the free market do its thing. Supply and demand will sort of figure itself out. And that's just the basic law of economics. But in this case, we know the government's obsessed with real estate. And that's why I go in and invest in real estate because I know the rules of the game. I'm concerned with financial freedom for my family. So I will go out there and say, well, look, I don't make up the rules. These rules have been there for a long time before I was here. And people have been investing in land and real estate for a lot longer than you and I have been watching this channel. So if we know that we can build wealth in real estate, that's why I go out there and build it. If you need a hand with any of this, if you don't know how to get started and you don't know how to pick the right properties, definitely go check out this video. It's 35 minutes, but it explains exactly how a buyer's agency could help you on your journey. So what changes are actually coming in? New South Wales are making some changes and Victoria's also making some changes. So let's kick off with New South Wales because the changes aren't as big and then we'll jump across to the Victoria government and see what they're doing. Be sure to stay all the way through to the end because I'm going to share with you what my thoughts are around these changes and what I think was going to happen to prices after that. The New South Wales government has vowed to make changes to stamp duty thresholds to allow more first-time buyers to access concessions. The government says it will introduce legislation this week to increase thresholds for stamp duty concessions so that five out of six first-time buyers pay a reduced rate or no stamp duty. Now the changes to the first home buyer's assistance scheme will mean properties worth up to 800,000 will be exempt from stamp duty, lifting it from 650,000. Concessions will apply to properties worth up to 1 million up from the 800,000. The government says that 84% of first home buyers will pay no stamp duty or a reduced rate under the reforms. According to the New South Wales government, a first home buyer purchasing an $800,000 property will save up to 31,000 under the changes. Now we're gonna take a pause here before we read the rest of the article there. And this is quite massive. When you actually think about the change from 650 to $800,000, you've got so many more properties available to you to actually go and purchase. Now in saying that, if you're looking at any of the popular metro markets, you're effectively talking about apartments. In most parts of Sydney, you can't go out there and buy a house for 
under $800,000. That's the reality. And I think that's where they've updated these numbers because they've realized, yes, we've had some massive growth and suddenly we're seeing the train leave again because prices are starting to rise and first home buyers are left behind because they can't get into the market. So on the front of actually helping people purchase their first property, great work. The government's great on that. However, we have a major concern when it comes to really getting involved and increasing the benefits to first home buyers. Not so much because I don't want people to live in a house, but more so because I don't think it's the right decision for most people. Now you might be watching and you go, well, okay, I can get the first homeowner's grant, which means effectively I don't have to pay any of the stamp duty. I'm saving $31,000. But how many of you are actually purchasing a property to just simply live in versus I'm purchasing a property because I got told it was a good idea and I can grow my wealth. So I'm gonna purchase this because I get $31,000 off anyway. So I think it's a good decision. Where people get stuck is when that property turns out to be a dud investment, you don't have a property that's actually increasing in value. In fact, decreasing in value. And now you've just moved in because you thought, hey, this was a good idea. And now the property hasn't gone up in value. I know there's people out there that have gone through this, especially with off the plan apartments. I know because I get emails every single week and it's not a good feeling because you've gone out there, made all this money, and then you put it towards an investment, which is a house that you're gonna live in only because you got tempted by some of these stupid schemes that the government keeps pushing out in front of you. You're in mortgage prison is what they call it. So now you're stuck not being able to do anything. Your borrowing capacity has gone through the floor, which means you can't actually go out there invest in actually good performing properties based on statistics and research. So you end up holding this dud property and continuing to work. Now, there's nothing wrong with working. In fact, you've got many benefits because that income allows you to go and satisfy your lifestyle, but also allows you to go and buy real estate in good areas to go and build your wealth. Legislation passed in November by the former coalition state government allowed first home buyers of properties worth up to 1.5 million to choose to pay an annual land tax instead of paying upfront stamp duty. Labor opposed to the scheme, describing it as a forever tax on your home and had vowed to scrap it. The new government says it will introduce legislation this week to do so. Access to the former government scheme will be closed off on 1st of July when the new stamp duty rules come into force. So effectively, we had the government come out, the Perite government and say, look, up to 1.5, don't pay stamp duty. We'll get you an ongoing annual rate of tax. Now it looks like the new government's trying to scrap all of that. I'm not sure where this will actually land, but if you're looking at holding a property for a short period of time, as I said in my previous video, when they started scrapping all of this stuff, I said, look, if you're gonna hold your property for a short term, you actually come out in front, but it could mean that people are gonna increase the value of their properties because they know people don't have to pay stamp duty, which is roughly about 5% of your total value. And that effectively means the vendor gets more money. You think you're winning because you're not paying stamp duty, but then you're stuck with an ongoing tax. Looks like they're gonna get rid of that, but onto the Victorian government because they've got some interesting ideas too. Now, along with the range of things that the Victorian government has announced with their budget, they've gone out and said the threshold for Victoria's land tax, which does not apply to the family home, will be lowered from $300,000 to $50,000. An annual charge of $500 will apply to affected properties between $50,000 and $100,000 as part of a 10-year levy. A charge of $975 will apply for property land holdings worth between $100,000 and $300,000, while land tax rates for properties above $300,000 will rise by $975 plus 0.1% of the land's value. Now, if you want an explanation of exactly what that means, smash that like button, I'll wait for you for two seconds, and then we'll go keep rolling on with the video. 
yeah, all right, let's go. So previous to this rule coming out, you would go out there and purchase a property and you would have the threshold of up to $300,000 worth of land value before you even pay a single dollar of tax. So what this means is that you could go out there and say, cool, I'll buy that one property and that property is worth say $400,000. The land component might be worth 125,000. So you go, cool, I'll go and buy another one. And now your land value is at about 250,000, still below that 300,000, which means you wouldn't have to pay a single dollar of land tax. However, now with the change, you've gone from 300,000 down to 50,000. That effectively means you're paying land tax from day one because you're going out there purchasing a property and the value of the land is gonna be more than $50,000. So if it's worth between 50 and 100, you're paying a flat fee of $500 a year. Not much. However, when you go from 100 to 300, you're paying pretty much double that, which is 975. And if you break it down, that's about 20 bucks a week. And you're gonna have to pay that for the next 10 years. The government just makes up rules as they go along. And this is where it gets very tricky when purchasing real estate. You need to definitely talk to an accountant and get the right team around you because you can have different structures to be protecting you, but also really have an effective structure to minimize tax and get around certain things. But when it comes to properties above that 300,000, and you're really gonna start feeling this when you've got multiple properties in the one state, that is when you're going to have to start paying 0.1% of the land value plus the 975. Now that's going to be for the next 10 years. What's more interesting is that your land value increases every single year. They haven't made mention of those thresholds increasing as well in line with say CPI, which means that you could have a property right now that's worth $90,000, but in two years time, it could be worth 120,000. And that means you then go into the next bracket and start paying more land tax. A tax that is so unnecessary because you've got a government that is so ineffective in actually generating their own income. They rely on people like you and I to go, hey, let's just go tax people and increase the taxes on everything because that's how we make our income. Yeah, we're gonna have stupid ideas and spend money on dumb shit, but that's for a whole nother story. Now, if you've stayed all the way through, thank you and congrats because you're gonna get some nuggets of gold here. And as soon as I mention nuggets, I get hungry because I think about chicken nuggets. So I might have some KFC after this, don't judge me. The reality is these governments really are being led by some real questionable people. And although I don't wanna get political in this video, the main thing to take away from this is that the governments will come in, change the rules. They might change them now. And then in a year's time, they completely scrap it. That's totally up to their discretion. What you need to focus on is how do I buy the right assets to then support my financial freedom journey. I always say that despite you knowing that one area is going to be far superior than anything else, you should probably still diversify. That's why I go and purchase properties in all different states. Currently, I've got property across five states in Australia. And the reason you do that is because if governments introduce things like this, if all of your properties were in the same entity and it was in the same state, you would now have to start footing a bill that could be well over five to $10,000 a year that you didn't account for before. If you have your risk diversified, you can also take advantage of different property growth cycles because every area is growing at different speeds and at different times. So that allows you to really build a robust system and a really good investment machine long-term. I'm not a fan of the government getting involved here. When you start seeing things like this, along with the fact that they've come in and said, we're gonna scrap stamp duty on commercial properties in Victoria and replacing it with an annual tax, which is what New South Wales government just got rid of for residential property. I don't know what's going on there, but it seems like they wanna push more of the investments into commercial properties that could see some short-term price movements in commercial properties. However, it could also mean that there isn't enough demand in the commercial space. And I've been an advocate that we're gonna see a recession in 2023. The faster we increase rates, the faster we're gonna fall, but it also means that we're gonna have something in the system break. And for me personally, I can see a lot of businesses now starting to say, well, you need to come back into the office. We can't sustain an entire place. Our offices are empty, so you need to come 
come back. Now, some people might not ever come back and they start their own side hustle, they might start their own business, or they might just move to another company. I think we do have a risk there that people aren't talking about when it comes to commercial property, but let's leave that for another video as we see how things play out this year. If you guys have enjoyed this video, smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks guys.